Welcome back to Charlas with Chung. Today I'm joined with two of my uncles, my uncle Julian and my uncle Andres. They've both been on the show before. Uh, actually, the first episode, Andres has been on it twice. Julian has been on it once, the first episode. And uh, actually, right before I started recording, we were actually talking about a scar that my uncle has, my uncle Julian has on his knee. And I actually never heard this story about that. He has like a whole ass chunk missing on his leg. Um, it's not too noticeable unless he points it out. But why don't you tell me about that? Because that's a pretty big ass scar. Do you want like the actual story or the or the story we told for like 20 years? You lie what? to you lie to family members about the story? Why? Because you were no. afraid that you were going to get your ass about? beat? We did tell your mom the truth right after it. But no. I think it was like 20 years later. You waited 20 what years? Yes. Did you wait oh. 20 years because you guys were afraid that you would get blamed for that? I think, was it? That's a pretty Maybe. severe injury, right? Well, I was actually, I had stitches. I was in a cast for like a whole summer because yeah. of this. Oh, God but, uh, damn. But basically the way it happened is we were playing um, wrestling with yeah. another one of my friends. His name was Alex. So Alex, um, Andres and I, and I guess the game was we were like jumping on a bed, wrestling, trying to throw other people that whoever stayed in the bed would, you know, be the winner. And Andres like flicked me and threw me and I actually went right through like the frame of a metal bed and my leg was like you could see your bo my bone right yep. and it was like pretty bad and I um como se dice cocinero <laughs> <laughs> yeah cocinero what are you talking about cocinero but I had to the only thing that I could put to stop the blood on left from the kitchen oh a uh, kitchen rag like, like a kitchen, kitchen rag like a dirty ass yeah. kitchen rag that's, that's risking oh, infection shit, yeah. and we were like on the sixth floor and we lived on the, the second, second floor, floor so I had to like come down and be like and, and they had to like rush me to the hospital this yeah. um, this was this was in Franklin Avenue this was no, in Franklin no, Avenue this was in this was in in this was my, like, my apartment which is lived. on 35th Avenue also in Flushing Queens yeah 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 and this was in the mid '80s, so we were what eleven and yeah. I was eleven. I was eleven. I was twelve. You were nine. Yeah, I remember. But I remember the immediate story that we came up with was just like I I bent down to to put a video game inside a you know you know a, in a console. Yeah, exactly. And I and I slipped and that's that's not a believable because story I did at all. not want to at yeah. the time like. You get know, him in trouble. I just needed to get to the hospital. First of all, I thought you for you to for you to cut your leg that bad while, while bending horrible. down. Yeah. You're squeamish with blood, aren't you? Uh, yes. Were you at the time? Yeah, I and, almost could. I thought I was gonna. He was actually handling pretty good. He was just like, he, I guess, because you know when you have an injury that bad, you you go in shock. But he was very he was very calm. I remember him sitting there and be like, oh, he was like holding his knee, and I'm like, oh, what's what, what happened? What happened? When he finally takes his hands off his knee. I saw like the white part of the meat and then I saw bone and I was like, oh shit. I, I, I thought I was going to fucking faint. And then he was like, oh no, no. He's like rubbing it the way you would rub. Rubbing when you, it. He's rubbing it the way you would rub like when you fall off a skate, uh, a skateboard. Like you think, like, just a, think, bruise like a bruise or something. You're and a then I'm like, then. Uh, no. Yeah. Then he realized the blood that was coming out. That's when somebody, I don't know if it was you or me or your friend, got you a, a, a kitchen wrap. The dirty-ass kitchen We wrap. wrapped it, and then we had to rush you down to the second floor to your mom. And we were scared that we were going to get in trouble because we were wrestling, playing wrestling. And I remember I threw him onto the bed, but he fell through the, through the uh, mattress, and his knee hit the corner of the metal bed frame. And, and it just that sliced all open. Shit. Oh, my and I God. Was, I, I was pretty brave. Like, it was painful, but... Up until we got to the hospital and they, the, the anesthesia, injection, right? the yeah. injections were on the live, you know, like as they were trying the to numb raw it, right? Wound. Raw wound. 
That that's shit was the most. Shit. That's one of the most painful experiences of my life. And how old are you? I then? didn't even go. He was nine because I was twelve. And you remember it vividly, obviously. Yes. If it's that bad, shit, yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy? I didn't go to the hospital. It was just him and his mom. They that's took also. A cab. Yeah. Well, actually, you lived you lived a block away from the hospital. That's where yeah. she took you to. Yep. Yeah. That is crazy. And that's actually not the first like really bad wound that you've had. The dog. Oh no, that's crazy. You was probably, that you worse? Don't, you don't remember that, but you remember it through your mom, maybe. No, I actually do. So I have a scar in my face that I experienced. On your right temple. Yep, that I experienced when I was three, and that was my grandmother's dog out of jealousy, uh, bit me because I, I took attention away from the dog. It was a chow, um, but I actually do remember, uh, the dog being on top of me after he had. Finished like doing his work, which chewing he on your face, yeah. chewing on my face, and I remember like yelling and saying the dog just bit me because people had not realized that the dog was on top of me, biting me. Oh so I do God. remember that very vividly. By the way, this bite That's is crazy. when he says the dog bit me. It's not like a nibble or a playful like, like the shit, the scar. He ha it's not big, but like you could obviously tell. Yeah, but imagine that it was a wound. You know how you heal when you're three. Most scars that you that you get they when go you're away. Three, they go away. This He's, shit is pretty. It's. I mean, it's big considering that it happened forty years ago. Or I think whatever, it gives you 39. character, to be honest. It's but you a know, I cool actually, scar. you know, I actually forget. Like I, yeah. like even when I look in the mirror, I never see that scar yeah. anymore. Every once in a while, someone will describe it or say, "Oh, what happened to you there?" And I, and I'm even startled, oh. and I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, a dog still there, yeah." A chow. My 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 That's grandmother. Like a pit or a chow? Those, those fuck. It's a chow. Yeah. They're vicious. Dogs. I don't know what chows are. Chows are vicious dogs. Or what? How big are they? They're they're Chinese dogs. They're mm -hmm. like a Labrador size, but hairy. Chow chow. Yep. Yeah, oh, chow, a chow chow. chow. Yes. Yeah. Those. But in oh, Colombia, they refer to them as chow. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I didn't I didn't know that. And, and this was uh, in Colombia, obviously. Yes. Right? And my grandmother chased the dog with a machete, and yep. the dog never came back. Yep. Are you being serious? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! So that poor yeah. child got fucking chopped up. Yeah, no, 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 no. She, she chased, chased him away, him. and he never came he back. He never came back. Like was that. it a street? Was it a freaking no, chanda? No, or was, was it like you paid for the dog? In the neighborhood, right? No, this was my grandmother's dog. Oh, it was her dog, and yeah. she just kicked his ass out. Yeah. Oh damn, that is that's. But a he knew he had done wrong, right and he yeah. never came back. No, that's crazy. That is crazy. And then you were obviously. And you didn't? Did they even take you to the hospital? Because that doesn't. That was never stitched. That's why you have the scar. No, no, no. It was super stitched, and then I. Oh really? It went up. Down my nose, out my mouth. So the tooth came out you of your mouth. There? Okay, oh, he, he got you see bit. The, yeah, he got he bit on the goddamn the, temple, yeah. and the tooth went from his temple. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. the other. Uh, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, oh, okay. So then the, the lower doing. jaw of the dog went through his mouth, and like into his mouth, the and then went into the roof of his mouth, while the upper jaw hit his temple. Yeah, that's a gosh. I know you guys are probably saying. Uh, what does he look like? Is he like a monster? No, he's a handsome I look man. Like he looks like the guy from the Goonies. What is that guy? <laughs> what? The guy from the Are Goonies. you talking yeah. about the mute? The mute sloth. looking? Yeah, sloth. Sloth. Yeah, oh my sloth. god, no. no. He's but, capping uh, right now. No, he's a handsome. So, man. so the other thing is, when I was in that um, hospital, I remember waking up and I was floating, and I could see my mother be beneath me, and I could see like a. It was like a room full of mirrors, and I always say it was either a near death experience yeah. or an outer the body. Or the anesthesia was like so right, powerful right, right. that that's what I was imagining. But that I do crazy. remember that. And you were three. Three, yeah. Because I met you when you were five. Yeah. I'm pretty, yeah, you were five when I met, when I first met you. Because yeah. your mom was married to my uncle. So that was two years after your injury. That's crazy that you can still remember that at three. Well, I remember like little bits. Yeah, yeah, of course, it, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. insanity. 
And that's then that, the worst injury, obviously. And then this is the second worst. Yeah. yeah. And then what about your, your you got a scar, uh, Andres, you have a scar on your bicep. What's that about? Oh, so this is, um, I have like two little, what look like, some people say that they look like, every time somebody sees me for the first time and they look at my right bicep, I have two, one significant one and the other one is barely noticeable, but they're right next, they're within half an inch from each other. And they look, people have said, oh my God, what happened to you there? Did you get shot? That's what people always tell me, like at least four or five times. Sometimes I'll fuck with them and I'll say, yeah. And then obviously shortly after I'll let them in. That's not that. But this was uh, when I was about eight years old in Colombia. We went to, uh, you know, like in the States, uh, a common thing to do on the weekends is go to the beach, depending on where you live, right? Mm -hmm. In Colombia, where, where I live, the common thing for people to do for the weekend is go to the river. Right, like as a family, you, your grandmother, your grandparents, uh, your uh, parents, and your cousins, you go to the river and you swim in the river. Well, we went to this place that we'd never been to, uh, on the outskirts of uh, Cali, and the river. We we swam, me and my cousins. It was like six of us, and uh, we swam in the river. And afterwards, I remember being very itchy, and a few of my cousins were itchy too. Um, and when I got back to the house, I was very itchy. There was, there must have been something in the water and that river that was obviously not clean, but I got like a, like a rash in many, 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 throughout my body. And I remember for weeks I was itching and I would have like these welts on my body, my legs, my chest, Open my sores? Open sores, yeah. And I would, and I would scratch, the, the, you know, they took me to the doctor and they prescribed me some medicine that I would have some ointment that I would put on. And so the only, thankfully, the only ones out of, I had many, I mean, I, you got to think maybe over 30, but they were all in places that are hidden by when you wear shorts and t-shirts. The only one that was not hidden was the one in my right bicep. You know, as, as an eight-year-old kid, I would always wear short sleeves or tank tops. So that was the only one visible. So whenever I itched, that would be the only one, like when the, when the scab would start coming out, I would pick it and pick it and pick it and pus would come out. So because I kept. I didn't let it heal like all the other ones that I couldn't get to when I was dressed. That's why these scars remain. But it's not, it, it's not, it was never painful. It was just itchy. That's all that was. So that, and what about that one on your shoulder then? Which one? That one right there. No, that's just a, that. The, that's uh, a shot that. That's a shot that Latin kids Americans. in the Latin American kids get in the, like up and until it, the and 80s. It scars what everyone. the fuck type yeah. of, Look, what yeah, the he's fuck got, type of. It's a common one thing for Latin born, Americans. Yeah. We get, it's a scar. So what type it's of needle? It's called vacuna. It's called a vacuna. Like yeah. when you're born, you're like, surely after you're born. Okay. You get but a, what type of needle are these people using that you're left with a goddamn go, scar? I'm sure if you go look at your mother, at your grandparents, they all have this. Yep, thing. they all have it. I don't know what kind. I don't remember. Because yeah. this is literally something that they do to you before you're one. Yeah. Like within a few months after. Yeah. So everyone born. has it. Yeah. That is insanity. Yeah, that but that, I, don't, I have no recollection. It's just, it's known as the, uh, your, your vacuna. Just you the, guys just don't a have to be shot. Yep. No, yeah. Thank, well, thank God. For I don't know if it's it, I don't know if it's a measles or a chicken pox, something like that. It's it's a common thing. I'm sure it doesn't it happen was. anymore. It doesn't happen it scars anymore. you. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, it. I would hope that in the freaking what thirty years since that that was a thing that they found a way to uh, vaccinate people without a yeah, goddamn yeah, yeah. Tw looking like you got shot with a twelve gauge. I know. Yeah, that one yeah. is pretty. Uh, and every oh, like everyone that I know that was born in Colombia, like before the like 1990 or 1985 or some shit like that. They, they have it. Some people like have it even bigger and mine is actually not bad. I'm not even like conscious about it. Mine it's, is worse than yours. Yours is a little bit bigger and worse than mine. Yeah. What the yeah. hell? Like there's other people that, that I've seen that have it really bad, that it looks like little, like a gunshot because they don't scar well.
wonder why yours is on your right and mine is on my left. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Or vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, so you also mentioned before that you met him when you were five uh, because um, your mother, Julian, your mother, oh. your mother married Andres's uncle. Only uncle from my mom's side, yeah. So... They're not, we're not blood relatives, but he is basically, like, I consider you, not basically, I do consider you, like, a, basically a blood relative. Yeah. Like, we're very close. But I was going to ask, what do you have, what's your earliest memory of him? Do you um, remember what that is? I mean, yeah. at five years old, you actually do? Yeah, because I was eight and he was five. And he was annoying as fuck. Because he... Yo, I was annoying than him? Yes. No, he was... Wait, what? Oh, hold yes. on. Wait, 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 Well, no, wait. you were a crybaby. I was extravagante. ¿Cómo se dice extravagante? Extravagante. Yeah, no. He was... Uh, oh, my God. I do remember. It's weird because he, he changed a lot. But around the same time as you did, 14 or so, he probably changed... No, he probably like 11... Well, if I was 11... Yeah, like around 9 or 10. Because when I met him, he was... I was 8, he was 5. He was... His mom was a single mother. And you... Julian, you were her first child. So when I met you and your mom, I remember Julian was like the most, I don't even know if unruly is the right word, but his mother was a young mother and he could yeah. do whatever the fuck he wanted. She had like no parental, you know how most parents are like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Like you got to behave. It was just like, he would do whatever the fuck he wanted. And he was just annoying. And, and oh she's only God. 17 years older than me. So what's that? She's only 17. Exactly, years old, yeah. So he was just like, he would do, he did, she wasn't like that typical mother, like if, if she a helicopter have, parent. No, no, no. It was, she was probably just learning how to parent and he would do whatever the fuck he, want, he wanted and he would get away with it and he would always get what, his way, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So whenever I, when I met him mm -hmm. and he would come over, like my uncle would come with, you know, Julian's mother and him and we would be playing with toys, he would just be like very selfish with whatever toys he had. And he would, he was just, he would throw hissy fits and it was just like, oh my God, he was just obnoxious. You would think if you were, if you got whatever you wanted as a child, then you'd be a, an asshole adult, but you're one of the most kind hearted people that I know. So I don't understand how the hell that I don't, I don't, change. yeah, it, it's, I have, how does that, I've always. Oh, uh, so for answer the question, what's your earliest memory of, of Andres? I don't even know if well. I honestly, all, don't. You probably have it to doesn't ask have to be what his earliest memory. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be a five, but it could be like your earliest. Yeah, memory. no, I think teenager I, I, years. Like I, do you even remember? I because you probably I, picked I, up in the states. I yeah, I know I knew you in Colombia, but I don't, you don't remember. Those. I don't remember like specific incidents. Because how Columbia. old were you when you moved to the states? Eight, five. Oh, so I met you, and then like a year later, you got to yeah. move to the states. Yeah. Okay. You know what it was? He is his first memory of you was probably when you threw his ass into the metal into the no into no no the no, was here. no no that was in the states. That was that when was he here. was nine and I was twelve. Oh, okay. So we met when he was five. Within a year, his he mother and my uncle moved. moved well, sort of yeah, moved to the states, and then uh, years later, I moved to the states. So we you went, moved here first? Oh yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. He, well, nineteen eighty three. In eighty three, and I moved here in basically eighty six, like November of eighty five. Okay. So almost three years later, I moved to the states. So you were the original pioneer of our family. Oh yeah, guess. yeah. Him, his, his mom, and my uncle. Yep. Well, wow, his I didn't uncle know that. got here nine months before us, and then well, your 82. Kiko came your and lived with us. Yep. Your grandfather lived with us before they. So obviously you're you're uh, you're still here in New York at the time of this recording. How crazy is that shit gonna be when you are you worried at all going back with COVID going on down there? No, not really. I mean, I've... Florida's the new hotspot though. I know, but I'm not really worried about it. That's a goddamn mess down there. Yeah, but they don't give a, I, they don't give I a damn. I think I'm healthy. I'm healthy enough and not old enough. 
where even if I get it, I should be able to to get through it. I mean, we've had a couple of family members that have had it, and obviously they're much they're in their mid to late twenties or early thirties, and they've been alright with it. So I think it's genetics too has a big uh, has a plays a big role. Cause think yeah. about it, like some people react like nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then other people who are even younger than that person that reacted like nothing, they yeah. they almost die. So, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, a lot of it's genetics. My but big, I'm, not, my, I'm no damn scientist. My biggest fear with this is not I I too believe that I'm probably healthy enough to yeah. survive it, but it's more about if I have it and, and getting Pass someone else. A, yeah, and someone that is at risk, and that's uh, my biggest fear. So I am grateful to be here like in New York, Pennsylvania, where like I feel like we've taken it so serious, um, mm-hmm. right? Because we've never even reopened all our stuff mm-hmm. while the people in the South have been at the beaches for oh, months yeah. and months. Partying <laughs> <already. laughs> up a storm, all those <laughs> yes. college kids right? going down yeah. to Miami yeah. and shit. So oh, my I am God, grateful that's crazy. for that. Yeah, but I'm not worried. I fly back on Monday to Florida, Orlando. Allegedly, allegedly, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> For, allegedly. Yeah, no, I changed my trip. We we don't know yet. Times. We don't know. Uh, and, uh, but no, this is this is a this is pretty much set in stone. And uh, I'm already. I mean, five weeks. That's that's the most time I've ever spent here since 2001. Since I lived here, so. Plus, your fiance has to really, really be missing you. Oh so yeah, I like I, I speak to her, and I feel hard. so guilty because yeah. I'm like, babe. Let's just say if he doesn't, re- if he re- if I'll he does reschedule, single, you will be single. I'll so, be single yeah. and you'll have to come back to New York. Yeah, but the no, only I, reason you're going back there at, if you reschedule after Monday is to get your shit to get my shit to then come we'll be back in my driveway here. and then come back. Yes. So even and us on this trip, this is the fourth time that I see him. Which when is I the just, most time Yes, which I just expected and, to see and, him once. And yeah. I said goodbye. And then he's like, oh, I'm staying. And then again. And then he came down to Philly. Yep. And then now I came back again. So yeah. four times in the same trip. In which five I think weeks. It's a pleasant surprise. the most in... Since 2001. Since 2001. It kind of worked out yeah. great, perfectly, though, because you, Julian, you were supposed to go all the way you to You were not supposed family. to be here today. Yeah. Were, yeah. This is So this is my only sister, you know, Brandon's mother. Her birthday is actually tomorrow, July 4th. So we always, they always have, sometimes I'm able to make it, sometimes I'm not, but it's a just crazy ass out. birthday bash. They have class. like a birthday bash with family members this year. Unfortunately, it won't be, it won't be too many people because obviously you got to keep it under 10 people. Yeah. Uh, but so it's important to have, you know, family reunions, but this time you were going to miss it. Julian, you were going to miss it because you had previously planned to go visit your mom, your sister, your only blood nephew, right? Yes. Yeah, your only which, blood nephew. Which... Who's nine months old, and I've I only seen him once on Christmas. That's the last time I saw my family in Las Vegas. So right. So I you were supposed to go there, and you had your stuff set, and you were supposed to fly out Wednesday, and what happened? So I planned this trip like a month ago, as I thought that, you know, the states are reopening, and, yeah. you know, this is going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, but then, just like a week ago, stuff started to get crazy again, and then all the crazy people in the South again, yep. you know, as <laughs> the beaches. And then the, ca- the casinos opened up in Vegas without masks and oh, all this stuff. Oh, without masks? Are you, are, you, are you fucking kidding? But really? just yesterday, they issued a... Oh that's, why, yeah. that's why that yeah. happened? So, basically, basically, I started to have second thoughts about going but i was still gonna go the night before i called my mother and she's like oh i have a 21 year old brother who was having symptoms and he had been in contact with someone that had covid so i just you know it was a very painful thing but i decided i am not going i canceled my trip like nine hours before i had to board a plane and then and, that's why he's here and that's why i'm here and then it turns out my brother who is 21 so he'll be okay um tested positive so oh my God. Um, now the whole family is like 
you know, quarantined. Um, so it would have been a pretty miserable trip if I would have been there. No, but that's insane. The fact that it worked out where basically you got to rejoin us on, on, on this. Cause I was actually really bummed out that you weren't going to be, I mean, I had texted you about this before and I was super bummed that he was going to be able to make it given the fact that you stay. Cause it's a riot every time. If my uncle, my mom, my dad, well, both of my uncles, I should say, like if, if Andres is here and then by chance, we also get Julian into the mix and my mom and my dad are involved. It's a riot in terms of like, there's a lot of those nostalgic mm -hmm. stories that are brought up. Um, usually a little splash of alcohol here and there. Responsible drinking. Usually though. a lot of tears. A, a lot, lot of tears, yeah. but happy ones. Reminiscent, yeah, yeah, reminiscent nostalgic tears. Yeah. And it's crazy how you were supposed to be gone, like back in Florida four weeks ago. Three. I was. I got here June twenty eighth. No, May twenty eighth, and I was supposed to leave June, May June tenth. And what is? No, June seventh. Because nine 7th, days. That's right. Nine days. Yep. And it's been a month later. And it's been, I'm gonna end up leaving so four July weeks. 7th, so so yeah. four weeks. He was he was supposed to be gone four weeks ago. Somehow got extended, and then you were supposed to be in Las Vegas, and then that somehow it's almost yep. like it's almost like fate. Yeah. Fate wanted yeah, yeah. that to happen. No, it's definitely been able. It, it's been it's been pretty cool. Like I can't complain. Most people have struggled and have suffered, you know, great losses of loved ones and jobs and all that stuff through you know the coronavirus. But I've been blessed. We've been blessed. Where gave me an opportunity to come back here uh, as I've mentioned in one of your previous uh, podcasts that you know and g I've gotten a chance to reconnect with all of you for I mean when else are you gonna get a chance to go and just spend five weeks with with your family when you have your whole life in Orlando yeah but you could put everything on pause and then come here and enjoy everything and because of everything being closed you can't you're you're forced to just sort of quarantine yourself and just be here with each other and interact and all that stuff so yeah. it's been great which i i agree like i i live two hours away in philly but still i it's not like i was here every weekend or right, not even, yeah, i yeah. can't even say once a month yeah um, we actually don't see you as much as we should realistically yeah. because two you only hours, live two hours away yeah but, but that was we one of the great things is, about yeah. this i mean but we were in really philly last it. week yeah and you know we were all like reminiscing like we always do and we were talking and we we're like man like if anything if anything if COVID has done anything, it's it makes you realize how important it is to stay close to your loved ones and how and stay connected. You know, and we've had conversations about okay, like moving forward, we can't we can't take each other for granted. Not that we not that we are like deranged or anything like that. We still kept in touch, but considering we live in the same country and in the East Coast, we probably should do a better job of keeping in touch. Even through phones, you know, through just talking to each other once a week on the phone or something like that, when we normally we just talk to each other once every two months or whatever. Um, so I, I have nothing but, like, you know, other than being furloughed up until now, that's the only bad experience I've had. Everything else has been positive for me. Not yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, in the last five minutes, I also just wanted to really quickly touch on something. So you, th these two uh, gentlemen here are very big foodies. You guys have a pretty, uh, you know, advanced palate. But there's one damn restaurant that you guys always bring up as quoting it as one of the best seafood restaurants you've ever been to in your entire life. Yeah. In Spain, in Barcelona. Uh, La want, yep. Yeah. Well, for me, it's not one of the best. It's the best, hands down. And I, I See, and I seafood. hate this. And I yeah. hate this that he says this shit because obviously I'm not going to be able to go anytime soon. Broke ass college, too. 
I mean, let's hope this podcast blows up. But like, yeah, broke uh, ass college student can go to freaking Barcelona. And, and you guys, oh, actually, recently grad. So it's not now. Oh. It's not now. It's not. You know, because I'm in college, I'm just unemployed officially. So it's, right, it's yeah, a lot yeah, sadder. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I just can't find a job. I'm wow, that's pretty sad. But no, you guys actually went when over my 13th birthday. Still holding on to that. By was the way, was it 13? Yeah. yeah. Wow, it's been a Jesus. That that's the last. That's the first time, the time you went and tried the restaurant. No, you guys went the first time. I went the second time. You guys already knew about the place. Are you oh. sure? Yeah. Oh. And then I went an additional time. No, 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 no. No, this is what happened. Me and my fiance. We went, so me, my fiance, Julian, your mom and your dad, arranged a trip, a cruise, a Mediterranean cruise. So the cruise left out of Barcelona. So Kailin, my fiance and I, we flew from Orlando to Paris, to Barcelona, but we got there two days, two nights before, before the, cruise. the cruise left. Okay. These fuckers, Julian, your mom and your dad, they didn't book it then. They arrived... The, the morning of, of the cruise, the cruise leaving. Yes, That's cutting a little exactly. Close. So Kailing and I, my fiance and I, had two full nights, two of nights, so a day and a half of exploring the city. So during that time, we went and we found out we we're big foodies, and we asked around, and we we're like, we love seafood. What are your best seafood restaurants? A cab driver said, Hey, these are the best seafood restaurants. These are the bougie ones. These are the great ones. But if I had to choose the best. Seafood, tasting seafood, it'll be this one. And he named La Paradeta. So we're like, you know what? Cab drivers usually, anywhere, any city in the world, they'll know the best mm -hmm. spots. Whether it's the best strip clubs, the best bars, the best fucking food, they'll know that. So we took his word for it. We went to it, and our fucking taste buds were blown away. So two days later, or a night and a half later, Julian, your mom and your dad arrive. Mm. But we meet. We actually, they arrived, and we met at the... The pier where the where the boat was sailing pier? out of yeah well Barcelona where the where the boat was leaving from oh, the cruise okay, line okay, oh, the cruise line the, I cruise think line. the restaurant no no no, no 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 and I told them oh shit you sh you guys should have gotten here two nights ago because we just had the best fucking seafood ever so during the ten day Mediterranean cruise Kailing and I kept telling them anytime we ate seafood in the cruise which was like the Norwegian Jade which was very good by the way we were like this is good. But it's not Paradita. And yes. then they were like, thankfully, they, they booked it reverse. At the end of the cruise, they did stay one or two nights in Barcelona. Mm -hmm. Kaling and I stayed three additional nights in Barcelona. So after the cruise, that's when we went. We took Julian, your mom and your dad, to La Paradita. And, they, and we got to experience it together. But then, I don't know how many years later, you, Julian, you went with your... I've actually right. been three times. Oh, okay. I went on a trip with your mom, my mom, right. your sister. After that, like and my sister, after that. Yep. and then your sister yep. remembered, and we, we went to the place right. again. And then and I then actually, went I went on another trip, yeah. So Has he's been... Three times, did, yes. did it hold up So you've been to Barcelona three times. Been to Barcelona three Fuck, times. Fuck, I've only been there once, but, but I've eaten there twice. But I, but that first time, I don't count it because it was so little. It was like one night. Oh, it was only right? one night, and it yeah, was like so, a rush job, yeah. yeah. So but but you, you so you've eaten there three times. Has it held up all three times that you've gone? It's did a, you eat at the same one? Because yeah. I found out after the fact that that's not the only La Paradeta yeah. in Barcelona. I believe when I went, there were two La Paradetas, and from what I've heard, I believe there's three or four now in All under Barcelona. the same ownership, the, obviously, right? The third time was a different time. The first two okay. times were the same time, yeah. the same place. Sorry. 
same place. Place. The third time was a different place, but it was it was it was, it was just, just like as good. Yes. And this wow. is not like a fancy. Nope, not place. at all. It's like it's, it's not cheap though. I remember cheap. it's not yeah. cheap, but it's not fancy. But you what pretty much order. So good? Well, you order kind of like the fresh. It's like they're kind of like a meat market, but like a seafood market. And yeah. you say, do this. I want this. I want a pound of this. And I want it marinated this way. Which and then, their option. Yeah. Their concept is so simplistic. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. It's if it's still the same. It's like you're saying, Julian. Yeah. It's a meat. You walk in. First of all, the first time I went, it was a an hour and fifteen minute wait. Because they only line. open. They they know like they're gonna. They get only it. open for like dinner, like yeah, five like, p.m. or some shit. Yeah, Back five then to nine. Did, yeah, and you have to wait online. And you would go there, and you get up there, and it's like a seafood market, and there's like two people behind the counter, and there's a shitload of seafood in front of you, ice. And you're like, okay, let me get two pounds of squid, two pounds of razor clams, two pounds of scallops, two pounds of shrimp, and two pounds of crab legs. Whatever the hell you want. And then, okay, so you get, once you order that, they're like, how do you want that done? And back then, it was two options. Marinara sauce or garlic lemon. Obviously, I went with garlic lemon. And so we got that. So you pay, and then you go to like a... It's It's like a cafeteria. It's cafeteria. It's it's very honest. It's not bougie at all. It's very just just normal run-of-the-mill. And you sit there, and it's like a big-ass cafeteria, and you go with your receipt in hand, and you sit at a table. Your receipt has a number, number 52. And you're in a big-ass cafeteria, and you sit across, and you're, and it's very loud because it's like a community cafeteria. And you're sitting there, and then you got to be ten- tentatively listening out for your table number. And then about 30, 40 feet away from you, there's two huge kitchen windows, and you'll hear every couple mm-hmm. of... 30 seconds maybe some ladies at least when I it's went it's a food hall it's a food yeah and it's you literally hit, just a food hall yep and somebody will call out number 52 and if you're table 52 you run there's no service or anything you run to that to that window you show them your receipt and then if you order 12 items it doesn't mean you're getting all 12 items they you get it as they cook it so it's freaking fresh so if you have yeah. 12 items they may only make your garlic shrimp and your uh, razor clams. So they put your garlic shrimps and your razor clams on your dish. And then they cross off on your receipt what they gave you and give you back your receipt. You run back to your table. You devour the food. And you anxiously wait as they call your number again. And you keep going back and forth. That sounds like and an intense ass It's very thing. intense. But every fucking time, your fucking taste buds are just fucking... <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're just, you're just waiting for the next time they call you because it just keeps getting better. Oh and afterwards, you're like, God, what the fuck just happened to my taste buds? Yeah. It's I amazing. mean, it's, my, it's still my favorite. It's still my favorite. Seafood and ever. He, and you've been to probably more countries than I have. Um, and every time, to me, that's where the bar is set. Every time I eat seafood, and you know, Brandon, and everybody that knows me, they're always, and whenever they introduce me to like some new seafood place, they'll always ask me, does this compare to La Paradeta? And to this date, it's always been La Paradeta number one and everything else is like two, three, four, five, six, seven. Mm. So there is this place in Astoria, which has like the same Astoria, concept. Astoria, Queens, yeah. Astoria, Queens. I would like for us to go there, but the ex- well, like, yeah. I would set the expectation of probably like 75% yeah. wow. of a, like, La Paradeta. Is, but it's pretty good. And it's here in the States. It's I would, in if, if I were, see, if I were you, I would have set the expectation lower so that way. <laughs> no, because this guy's a diva. By the way, if no. you listen to the first episode where they were, we were talking <laughs> about how his, his, uh, his, how he is with food. And we were also, we alluded to the mm. fact that this place that I took you to, the pizza place, yeah. I finally got fucking re- redemption, guys. 
I got redemption because it turns out that he openly admitted. Remember Table 87? I told yeah. you about this. He openly admitted that that time he, he could see how it was a flaw because a couple of, I don't know, years ago, let's just say years ago, you had a frozen pizza from, and you don't know this story. Like a year and a half, two years ago. Two years ago, he gets a frozen pizza from Trader Joe's. He's like, yo, this is the best fucking frozen pizza I've ever had in my life. Like you were blown my away, ball, hands yeah. down. And then a year and a half later, like two, like a month and a half ago, a month and a half ago. Yeah. After this is after the fact I took him to the actual place in New York. Cause that's the in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. In Brooklyn. And he was shitting on it, whatever. Cause I already knew deep down. I'm like, this is a fucking bad batch. And of course they messed it up when this <laughs> diva's like, you're taking out Gordon Ramsay or some shit. And then a month and a half later, he tells me now well, a month and, and a half, half ago, ago, which is ago. a year and a half later. Yeah. Uh, so originally the first time he had the frozen pizza, uh, two years ago, right? Yep. Then a year and a half later, you took me to the actual table the actual 87, table eighty seven, which and was very underwhelming. Underwhelming because I overhyped it too. I fucked up in that regard. That's why I was telling you learn from my mistakes and set the bar uh, low as shit. But the only difference between you and I is like I it does not hurt me it as doesn't much. Hurt you, yeah. If 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 someone <laughs> says that shit, listen, I, yeah. I, I, listen, I pride myself. I want to make good damn uh, suggestions and recommendations. But basically, what ended up happening is that. Okay, so a month and a half ago, he tells me that, oh, by the way, I got t- I got something to tell you, and I- I've been dreading this. I'm like, what's up? I'm thinking it's going to be a big deal. He goes, and he sits me down, and he's like, it turns out, he tells me how year uh, two years ago, he had some crazy-ass, amazing frozen pizza, but he never remembered what the brand was, right. so he never had it again. And then it turns out that, let's just say for time's sake, a month ago, month and a half ago, yep. his fiance goes, oh my God. Babe, you won't believe. You're not going to believe this. I went back. This is in Trader Joe's. A lot in of Florida. Yeah. In Florida. But I think they have... Yeah, here. Throughout the country, they have yeah. Trader Joe's. She was like, you know that pizza, that frozen pizza we got ourselves however many months ago, a year ago, that we loved and we said it was hands down the best frozen pizza? I'm like, yeah, of course I remember because I've been telling you to get it again. But it, it they haven't been able to. expensive as fuck for a, because they sell it by... They don't sell the it by slice. the pie. They sell it by the slice. Yep. And... I'm like, yeah, what about it? Are you going to bring some home? And she was like, well, guess who makes it? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, you won't believe this. It's Table 87 frozen pizza. I was like, fuck. I, <laughs> he you knew. know what? You know what? I'm like, fuck. I don't, should I tell Brandon about it or should I not? And let him just hurt for like for the, rest the rest of, of my his life. life. And that then was I'm a like, star. no, yeah. I'm like, no, let, let me let me let him in on it. And then that's when I decided to tell you. Yo, him. I freaked the fuck out because that's redemption. You know, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you don't care as much, right? But even with you, if I take you out somewhere, well, you, you're, you're... I care a little. I just don't yeah. care as much. Yeah, yeah. But, but this is the thing, though, too. It's also like, you're a way nicer. Even if you don't like it, you'll be like, it was okay. Oh, yeah. He, he will yeah. rip your goddamn soul out. Yeah. That's why I hurt so bad because like, this is shit. Oh, that was shit. This is New York here. City pizza and he had the the audacity to say he's had better in fucking Florida. Yeah. Oh yeah. Easily. No. Oh, Easily. Cool. That time. Yes. That time. Okay, yes. Fine. We the go ba- back there. No. Probably That's not. It. But so that was a. I I told Kylie and I was we were like laughing about it when she told me I was like oh my god he's gonna be fucking doing fucking backflips backflips when I tell him so I'm not saying the best pizza best pizza I've had is not table eighty seven the best. Frozen pizza I've had is table eighty seven because he hasn't had the the actual way it's supposed right. to. Right, I must have had it because you and your girlfriend at the time were devastated that that batch that day. That you guys were looking at each other like, 
what the fuck? This is not what we're used to. Yeah. Even before I told you that I wasn't enjoying it, you were like, they, man, we this, this shit. is they not up. what we No, if you were there, he you said he was like the pizza from Philly from the corner. Oh, yeah. Better than Table Better than Table 87. Yeah, he had to shit. Because yeah. every <laughs> chance he fucking gets, he brings it back up no. too. It's not a, the scar, the wound is not healed. He's, oh, he keeps shit. picking at it like oh that damn God. scar on his bicep yep, that you're talking so, about. So can I just say this? So podcast episode one, we also talked about you know, when he, when my cousin Andres visits and he had gone to Philly and I was like stressed out the first time. This time he came around. He wasn't supposed to because he wasn't supposed to be right. here. He extended his trip. It was supposed to be my other cousins coming. And when he, when I said, then I started thinking, oh shit, where am I going <laughs> to take them? But then I'm like, oh wait, it's the coronavirus. It's so Everything's closed. You I don't know out. where except you this. So I was that. saved by the coronavirus. You were saved. No, but actually... actually no, you were saved in technically you were saved, but then you recommended this what's the name of the place by because that we gotta give him a shout out. The place you took us to that was open for outdoor seating. Oh uh, Cafe Le Monde. So Cafe Le Monde over in Philly. Oh, the brunch spot. Right. So you took us there, think because it was one of the few places that was open for outdoor seating for like parties of five or yeah, yeah. five or six. Five I think it was. So we tried it. And I wasn't expecting much because, again, it was one of me- of a few open places. It's a Lebanese-French twist. Yeah. F- like, fusion food. But, That's what oh it is. Oh, my God. It was amazing. It was really food. good. I had some shit called, like, the Parisian pizza or Parisian pie. Something like that, yeah. Oh, it was amazing. I don't... I don't and it's 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 called Cafe... What is it? Cafe Le Monde. In Northern Liberties in Philadelphia. Yeah. If so you're if in you the neighborhood... Yeah. If you have the chance, I will go there. Yeah. Just saying. Which so, I never, never was able to go there because that was your first time you heard it was good this was your first time and it like i would go back if when i go back to visit you i'll be like hey let's go have brunch there he's actually the service was great and the food was no you julian you've taken me to some fucking crazy all the places you've taken me to philly i've never been disappointed that place uh green eggs uh green eggs cafe they have an amazing uh french toast something some i don't know some sweet plate for for uh for breakfast yeah all right. Oh well, wait, before we ha- before we let it go. So we were talking about seafood before, and we we spend a significant time talking about best food that I've he- I've eaten and Julian has eaten, and that you yet to go, which is La Paradita. So my second favorite seafood place it's in Orlando. So if anybody listens out there and you're in Orlando, you gotta check out. It's called the Happy Snapper. Oh shit! It's about 15 minutes from the Orlando airport. Wait, I had this one. Yes. 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 Oh my god, that's uh, every- I have a picture of like that yes. seafood. Broil, broil, yep. and I every every it's every week I look at it. And I'm like, exactly. Oh my god! It's so no, for that, me, that's, that's for my me. second favorite seafood spot. Yeah, for you guys because yes. you've been to Barcelona. For right. me, that I Your actually favorite, was yep. lucky. Yeah, that was, that was amazing. amazing. Orlando, 15 minutes from the airport, is called the Happy Snapper, and it's a family-owned business. Family, super it's a very nice. Small oh my gosh! Hole in the wall. Family owned that's by what husband is great, and wife. Right? It's like yes. unassuming. You just order, super unassuming. First of all, the outside. Literally, there's only about. Four tables inside the, the restaurant. It's yeah. very small. They do what? take out and it's amazing. Yeah. What so, are yeah. you doing? Let's go. It's hot in here. Yeah. It's just 100 <laughs> degrees in this yeah. room. Okay. Your studio. You're going to have to upgrade your studio. Yeah, my studio right now for recording the podcast. It's, uh, it doesn't have central AC. All right. Yeah. Well, that was, uh, that was Chattelist with Chung. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll catch you next time.